Hey everyone, welcome to this episode. This is the podcast based on the fundamentals of success for the 21st century. My name is Jordan Lane Miller. I'm excited to be here with you, sharing my experiences, insights, uh, successes, and most importantly, struggles. I'm also beyond excited to bring you amazing interviews with people who are already excelling in these fundamentals uh, in their own lives. And uh, just in case you're wondering what those fundamentals are, they are one, emotional intelligence, two, communication, three, self-management, four, health, five, finances, six, leadership, seven, entrepreneurship, and eight, goal setting. And on this episode, I'd like to share some thoughts and insights that I've had uh, regarding health. Now, health is uh, perhaps the thing we take for granted most in our lives. It's also number four on the list of uh, fundamentals for success. That doesn't mean it's any less important than the others. In fact, it should be a top priority. I know I take my health for granted. When When I'm feeling great, I think that's how it's always going to be. It isn't until I get that, you know, minor, little minor inconvenience that I really appreciate what I have. The, uh, the jammed thumb or the sprained ankle or even the minor little cough or, you know, sneezing or whatever, runny nose, right? All those things are minor inconveniences, but when you don't have them, you take for granted what it's like, uh, for somebody that does. So, um, you know, there are several states of well-being that we can classify our lives into uh, and our health into. But let's keep it simple and just categorize them into three main categories of health. So I would say that all aspects of well-being can fall into one of these three major categories, physical, mental, and emotional. As a, as a um, disclaimer, I don't claim to be a health professional. Uh, I'm, I'm just somebody that has um, studied it for my own life, for my own results, looked into a lot of stuff for my family, and that's the extent of it. But let me share with you what, you know, what I think are the important aspects of it. So our physical state is the one that most people uh, think about when, when the word health is mentioned. It's the one that is most prevalent uh, to, the, to our eye, you know, that we can see. Physical health is the one that is plastered all over Instagram. You know, right? You look on somebody's uh, feed who's a physical, um, you know, influencer or business. Hey, look at my ripped abs, my huge muscles, you know, my slender physique, my gorgeous smile. Even if it is a doctored photo, right? That's what we, that's what our eye is caught by, right? And it's what our eye is drawn to. But of the, of the uh, three, it's the easiest one to strive for of the three categories of health. Right? It's the easiest one to strive for, and it's the one that you can most readily see uh, evident results. It's also the one that you get some time off. Right, In order to achieve your best physical uh, results, you must implement rest and recovery into your routine. And some philosophies even recommend cheat days on occasion. And I'm good with all that. Right, Physical health is a vitally important um, component of our lives. But what about the other two, mental and emotional, right? Currently, there is a stigma uh, associated with mental health uh, because of the role uh, it plays with the tragedies that are sweeping our nation, right? It appears to be viewed in a negative light. It's one that we hope will just shine bright 
And when it doesn't, we want to turn our head and say, at least it wasn't me. It's an uncomfortable thing to talk about mental health because maybe, uh, you know, people have different viewpoints or different definitions or insights. People have been touched different, uh, affected differently because of it. Um, and so I'm not here to be a mental health expert. I'm not, you know, I don't have any degree in anything like that. So that's not the side of mental health that I want to talk about. In fact, I want to talk about a side of mental health that I don't think most people would even consider. But mental and emotional health are aspects of life that we must work on every day. So contrary to the physical health, right, to achieve your peak mental state and performance, you can never let yourself slip back into the negativity that comes from gossip, from news media, from reality TV, from slander, from doubt, ridicule, you know, all those things. It's recommended that you have dedicated physical exercise four to six times per week for 30 minutes to one hour. Now that would be kind of just a generic, uh, hey, if, if you were to do this, you would be considered in, in average or slightly better than average uh, physical condition. That doesn't cut it with the other two categories of health. I mean, just think of how silly that sounds. Spend four to six times per week for 30 minutes a day working on your mental health. Now, that's a, that's a start, right? But that won't cut it. The rest of the time, hey, just let it slide, right? Sorry, you won't get great results subscribing to that plan. And here's why. One single cheat day. Uh, news media, for example, in this category of mental health might cost you a year of repair. I'm guessing most people will push this to the side thinking I'm crazy for suggesting this. Because everybody watches news and reads the tabloids and joins in on the gossip, or almost everybody, and that might be true. And look at the current overall health of our country. It is dismal. I mean, it's horrendous. It is something that is going to sink us into an early grave. So every four years, here's an example, right? Every four years, we ramp it up with the political season of attack ads. How long do you think it takes to recover from that? Answer, never. You will never fully recover from that. It is, has now become a part of who you are. So I used to participate in that game, consuming the same garbage as everyone else, the same trash that everybody else does. I didn't realize the effect it was having on me. And it wasn't until I turned 25 years old and cut the cable subscription uh, from my life and stopped reading the salacious headlines that I realized how ill I actually was. For the past two presidential elections, uh, 2012 and 2016, I didn't engage in a single uh, or hear uh, a single political ad. I skipped out on every single form of consumption, not a single political ad, whether it was in a newspaper, whether it was on, uh, you know, social media, YouTube, um, as a, as a, you know, one of those advertisements or, or TV, right? I didn't engage in a single debate or form of gossip with anyone. Heck, I didn't even know who all the candidates were and what was going on. And that allowed me to create a life mentally that was heavenly. It was heaven-like. Now, that doesn't mean that I was, that I didn't vote and that I was uninformed and naive and, and blissful to, to think that nothing 
bad was going on in the world. That's not it at all. I know that there are tragedies. I know there are things that need to be focused on. But I've decided to focus my attention on the things that I can change and that I want to change. I can't change everything. Can't save the whales, save the environment, uh, get better drinking water for everybody, uh, solve um, you know, the gun gun control issue, solve mental, solve all these things, right? That's not something that one individual can take on. So what I decided to do was engage and consume my efforts and time in the, in the things that were most important to me and let the other stuff, let somebody else ha handle the other things that they were passionate about. So like I said, that doesn't mean I didn't vote and that I wasn't misinformed. What, when the time came to vote, I did my own research. I see, you know, I sought out the advice and knowledge from the select few who I respected in those areas. And then I voted and I voted and then I shut it off. So life looks and feels so much different for me than the average person who consumes, you know, who consumes the average uh, path in life. And this isn't to gloat or anything. And a lot of times when I talk about, talk to this about people, I share it with people. I think it's a bragging thing. It's, it's not that at all. I just made the decision not to go down that path. And I'm not saying that you have to, you know, not go down that path. I'm just saying these are the results. I've been on both sides and these are the results that I've gotten. So I'm an abundance possibility thinker, right? The abundance and expectancy belief systems that I seek require a 24-7, 365 operating system. I expect great things to happen to me on a daily basis. I, I expect and I believe and I know that there's abundance for all uh, when, we, when we fully understand that. I'm not saying that that's evident and how it's going right now, but I believe it is uh, in its truest form how it, how it could work, right? And so with those belief systems, with those philosophies and ideologies in mind, I have to be on at all times mentally and emotionally. There's no time off. There's no time for negativity. And there is an automatic daily update and an upgrade that gets installed on my success hardware every morning. I mean, new inputs of gratitude, new inputs of personal growth, of kindness, of uh, reflection, of self-awareness, those are essentially like the passwords to unlock my mental computer. Right. Without, my, without them, my computing speed would digress back to the equivalent of the MS-DOS <clears throat> MS system. Now that's so old and slow, most of you have to look it up to even know what I'm referring to. But what about you? What system is your mental hardware operating on every day? Are you up to date with the latest uh, upgrades and, and um, iOS, you know, like the iOS update? Or are you still operating on something that's obsolete and out, outdated? I would venture a guess that most people are not running on the highest performance because of what they're consuming mentally. And this is the part of mental health that I'm talking about. Most people wouldn't assume that that's a part of their mental health, but I really think it's an important uh, component. I'm not saying it's the only thing to mental health, and I'm not saying that I'm the expert on it. I'm saying when I changed from what I was doing prior to 25 years old to what I was doing for the last eight years after 25, 
my life, my viewpoint, everything has been in two radically different, uh, it's gone two radically different paths. I'm much happier when I don't have the negative side of my mental health that I have to contend with. That doesn't mean that I, I, I get to ignore it, right? It's a daily, it's a, it's a daily battle. It's a daily um, war that is waged because those uh, salacious headlines, those in those negative inputs, right? They're they're always sitting right there at bay, kind of like a light switch. You got the light switch off, or you got the light switch on, right? And you've got the the positivity, positivity, all that good stuff coming in. But the negativity is just a, a switch away. You switch that light switch to off. The darkness comes. That's when the negative negativity can creep back in. So how do you keep your positivity on? How do you, you know, while still being able to operate in a in a, in a world in a society that isn't 100% positive in and of itself? So I encourage you to think about what is your operating system? What are you doing to update and improve your mental health with these respects? Because I think there's a lot of stuff that we can do, right? Whether it's uh, getting off of social media or at least the negative, you know, news feed side of it. Whether it's cutting the cable, whether it's getting rid of the, the magazines and newspapers, whether it's disengaging in gossip with friends and family. I mean, those are just a few key little little things that we could do that would change drastically the outcome of our day-to-day uh, lives and our day-to-day thoughts. So I hope you gain some value from this. And if you have, I would love to connect with you on social media. I'm on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Snapchat, LinkedIn, and YouTube. My handles are at Jordan Lane Miller, J-O-R-D-A-N-L-A-N-E-M-I-L-L-E-R, or at J Lane Miller. Uh, if you prefer email, uh, drop me a line um, at uh, Jordan at jordanlanemiller.com. If you'd like to see some of the other stuff that I'm up to and get a better feel for what's going on, uh, hop over onto my website, jordanlanemiller.com. And any way you want to connect, I would love to. I'm always looking to uh, connect with and grow from and learn from and, and see, witness the, the journeys of others who are wanting to, to make a, or create an impact Uh, to have positive growth and uh, do it with excellence uh, in their lives. Um, Looking forward to uh, next time, uh, but until then, make it a great day.